Hello, 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 and welcome to a new podcast. Now, I was originally going to upload this podcast on Sunday, but since I have everything put together, I thought I might as well, you know, I might as well just um, go ahead and upload this podcast because A, I was super excited to do this, and two, the person that I'm going to be interviewing today, Mrs. Socks, she is such a lovely person. And we are like one, two, three days before Sunday. No, one, two, yeah, three days before Sunday. <laughs> but it's Mother's Day on Sunday. And so I don't think I'll be able to upload on Sunday. That's why I'm doing it now for. So without further ado, um, Mrs. Socks, for those I don't know, she was in the film I Cut Your Flesh, directed by Sam Hell. Now, this is a movie based on Mrs. Sox's journey in the alternative lifestyle with what she has going on. Now, I don't want to say too much to give too much away, but there is a lot of blood play, knife play and needle play um, that's involved in this. Uh, well, not necessarily knife, it's more of a razor, I would say. But um, yeah, so... If you haven't saw the film I Cut Your Flesh, I suggest you stop this podcast now. Go to abrokehouse.com and you can purchase I Cut Your Flesh for about 7 seven thirty something like that in pounds. Um, or you can rent the movie uh, for three or four pounds. So not much at all. So go over to abrokehouse.com and rent or purchase the movie so you know what we're talking about. Now, please do not seek out this movie if you're under the age of 18. I don't want to be responsible for any wrongdoing or anything like that. So that is just so you are aware. So we're just going to crack on with this interview. So, Mrs. Socks, welcome to the podcast. And I'm going to ask you around about 11, 12 questions and just answer them as you please. So the first question is... Because specifically, I Cut Your Flesh is based on your alternative lifestyle, for those that don't know, how long have you been in the lifestyle for? So I've been in the lifestyle for approximately seven years. Um, I knew about it beforehand for about a year or so, but didn't start going to parties until I was 18. That's when I really started playing with people and getting out there. Um, I wasn't really a big part of the community, though, until about five years ago when I found Sanctuary and started volunteering at parties and eventually started working there as a volunteer security. That's really, really cool. Sanctuary is a pretty amazing place for those that haven't been or don't even know about Sanctuary. But anyway, so Ms. Socks, how old were you? Or how long ago would you say it was that you discovered the kinks and the fetishes and everything that you do have now? Hmm. Well, I, I've always known that I had some sort of like fascination with blood um, my whole life. I wouldn't really call it a fetish though until I started coming into my sexuality. Uh, so 14, 15, I would say. Uh, that's when I started to realize that I, I definitely enjoyed a little pain with my pleasure. <laughs> um, but the, the blood fascination has, has always been around. Um, I've always found it to just be a, a beautiful, natural thing that happens. Um, 
But yeah, so I mean, kind of my whole life, you know, I always knew I was fascinated by some odd, strange things. I, I was definitely destined to be an alternative lifestyler, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's really strange, isn't it, how, you know, we can possibly go all of our life and then all of a sudden we realise we have a certain fetish that we never knew we had. A uh, good example is the person that's talking right now, me. Um, I never thought of blood in particular to be a fetish or anything. I never really um, looked into that sort of thing, you know. But believe it or not, when I cut your flesh, I started watching it and I thought, you know, you know maybe I'm like a little bit into that, you know, uh, because I was watching it and it, it was hot, let's be honest, you know. So I think I've discovered a new fetish. So thank you for that, Miss Socks. <laughs> and thank you to Sam Hell if you're listening. Um, I think this whole documentary... Um, was very well done and I'm so glad we now finally have a documentary documenting uh, real things that happen in this lifestyle, you know, more for, I suppose, the extreme nature of the lifestyle uh, for some, uh, but for some it's not really extreme, it's just a part of life, you know, just like you, I suppose. But anyway, so for those that don't know or don't understand the kinks and fetishes that you have, could you explain them in your own way, like, what they are? Hmm. Well, the best way to explain it to somebody who doesn't understand would be that for some reason, I just enjoy these things. Um, it can be thrilling or relaxing. Um, it could be, gosh, so many different types of feelings and emotions that can come from experiencing these things from an intense sexual feeling to a cathartic emotional release and that's mostly what I use blood play for is for that cathartic emotional release that sometimes is really hard to to find sometimes I can find life stressful and I don't know how to get that stress out of my body so the best thing for me to do would be to do some blood play or intense impact play and you know, get to that point where where I need to cry and I need to let all these things out and, you know, all the emotions just come flooding out of me in in a very intense release that is, by comparison, like nothing else that I've experienced in life. Just a good, hard, heavy, forced cry. It's it's pretty incredible, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. To me, it's, uh, well, for me personally and to a lot of people out there, it's more of an adrenaline rush sensation. And that's what, you know, pumps it up a little bit. But yeah, but um, I had a submissive once and she was just stressed out to the max. And um, so I put her in um, bondage suspension <clears throat> and it was more therapeutic for her, you know, and she was just hanging there and she started to cry and everything and you know that was the most you know beautiful thing to me to see you know is to let her 
emotions flood out you know and it's amazing in this lifestyle what you can do to help somebody overcome all those frustrations and this is why i live the lifestyle for i will not go back to a vanilla lifestyle that's for sure but yeah i totally get what you're uh, saying so what advice would you give to someone who's watching this film and finds himself in a position of you know i think i may be into this well, if you watch this movie and you think, hmm, maybe I'm into this too, the best thing and the only thing for you to do is to find some sort of forum that talks about blood play, whether some independent forum or something like FetLife.com, and find a chat group about people who do blood play. You know, you need to ask advice and learn things. Um, if you want to find a play partner to do it with, you need to find somebody who has at least a couple of years of experience, understands blood safety, accident safety, everything that's involved in this, because blood play is dangerous. It is exactly what it sounds like, being cut and pierced and sliced and um, hung from your skin. Like, it's... Although hook suspensions are a little different, but you need to find somebody who will either be educated and do these things to you or who will educate you about how to do these things properly, safely. It's very, very important. You can have an accident so easily. I've had an accident because I didn't find the right person to do this with. My first partner um, in in BDSM um, was not a practice blood player, and I ended up needing three stitches in my arm because he accidentally cut my arm right open. Uh, it was it was scary to be honest. It was it was really scary at the time, and uh, but I learned from it. You know, when I I took a break after that for a year or so and when I decided to branch back out into the blood play world I went on FetLife and made a post in a needle play group inquiring about somebody to do it with me and I ended up finding Sir Legere, uh, Sir Legere the guy in the movie with us and uh, he he has been my blood play partner uh, since the end of 2016 so it's it's a perfect fit it's absolutely fantastic you know he's been doing it for years and years and is a tattoo artist so he understands blood safety and accident safety when I say accident safety I mean things like when you accidentally cut too deep you know do you have to suture them up do you have to give them butterfly closures do you need to take them to the hospital um, you know, so it, it just all comes down to education, maturity, honesty, but, uh, the education is, is really, really important for things like blood play. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, safety is key. Absolutely. Um, and obviously somebody that knows what they're doing is key as well. Um, you know, talking about FetLife, um, I'm on there as well, um, just as well as you are, um, 
I will say though, people that are curious about this lifestyle, if they're new and they go on to FetLife, what I want to say to everybody out there is just because you see something on FetLife, it does not necessarily mean that you have to do that in the lifestyle. You can do whatever you want. It's completely up to you. The ball is in your court. So don't feel like, as people say, pressured into thinking, oh my God, I've seen this, so I have to do it. Absolutely not. You know, everything comes down to negotiation and communication at the end of the day and respect so and non-judgmental and this is the thing with people in the lifestyle is we are non-judgmental people you could come to us and say i have this fetish or i have this fetish and we will not be judgmental at all like that is the best thing about the people in the lifestyle like me and mrs socks and everybody else so when you go to look for somebody as well on the line of looking for somebody for this kind of thing um, what you really need to do is you need to do your research on these people as well. Not like search their images and stuff like this. What I mean is um, take a good look at their profile. Um, if you are a bit unsure um, of a certain person or anything like this, um, you can always send me a message on FetLife at uh, Century Stowers. I will put my FetLife link below um, or I'm pretty sure Mrs Socks won't have an issue with you messaging her either about a, cer a certain person but um, but please be aware be very respectful of Mrs Socks and her profile give a read of her profile first before sending her a message just in case uh, but yeah so number five of the question uh, so Mrs Socks when you were approached by Sam Hell what was your reaction and did you accept the role right away? So I actually wasn't approached by him. I approached him. Um, so Sam Hell had made a post on FetLife inquiring about a girl who was into needle play uh, who would be interested in doing a scripted movie about a girl who's into needle play. <laughs> um, and a friend saw it and texted me so I messaged Sam Hell back and said hey you know I'm into needle play and a couple other things that fall under that purview would you mind meeting up and we can talk about it and we met up for coffee like a week later and kind of decided that a scripted movie may not be what was best that Maybe just kind of filming me doing all the crazy shit that I do would be best. Well, that's pretty cool then. So are you happy with the result of the movie then? I am unbelievably happy with the end result of the movie. I can't even explain how happy I was with the finished, uh, with the finished product. You know, when I, I remember watching it for the first time and just being like on the edge of my seat the entire time, which is ridiculous because I made the movie. I should be knowing what's happening. But it, every time, you know, with the, the piercings and the blow dart gun just being on the edge of my seat, like, oh my mm -hmm. God, what's going to happen? What's uh -huh. going to happen next? Like, is she going to be able to do it? And it's like, of course she is because <laughs> I'm she. Like, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm extremely happy with the finished product. So the question is, if you could do something different for the movie, what would it be? I don't think I would do anything different. I was pretty happy with it. Um, 
maybe get some more cuttings in, maybe maybe some stitches or something like that, a little little extra craziness, but no, I was pretty happy with the with the with the finished product on that one. And would you work with Sam Hell again? Yes, I would definitely work with Sam Hell again. I really enjoy working with him. We became really good friends. Um it's something that I'm looking forward to, actually. And do you have any other plans for this year or the next year relating to movies at all? Well, this year is a little difficult because of the lockdown, but uh, when the lockdown is lifted or whenever we're able to meet up and start filming again, yeah, we've discussed talking about... Uh, some shorts here and there, um, nothing feature length. That was a lot. Um, but we decided some shorts would be a lot of fun and probably much easier than doing another feature length film. Ooh. So I know we had mentioned torture gardens and messages. Uh, will you be going to torture gardens again when it's safe to do so? Ah, torture gardens. So I do have to preface this with saying I do not work for torture garden, so I do not speak for torture garden. And I volunteer for sanctuary, but I do not speak for sanctuary. So uh, in 2019, torture garden and sanctuary studios LAX teamed up to do torture garden Los Angeles, and it was epic, absolutely epic. I haven't been to a BDSM party crossover type event in quite some time, and it was a lot of fun. They did a fantastic job with the performances upstairs in the main room where everybody was dancing and listening to music, and we did an incredible job as well with the performances and the play aspect downstairs. It was absolutely just a blast and I would love to do it again I would love to go to London and go to the original torture garden I I've always wanted to go ever since I found out what it what it was and I really hope that we have another one here in Los Angeles sometime well I'm hoping that you do as well um but the last time that I uh for those I don't know what torture garden is first of all um, Torture Gardens is a place where people in the fetish lifestyle attend. Uh, it's in central London and it is a members only club. Uh, and it's in a secret location and you have to go in a certain attire. You can't just turn up in jeans and a shirt. You've got to be in fetish wear, unfortunately. Um, so please keep that in mind if you ever decide to go after listening to this podcast. Uh, but Torture Gardens is absolutely fantastic. I absolutely love it. Um, that's where I got my belly button pierced. Now, it was a members-only club the last time I went. Now, I don't know if it's changed because, obviously, since lockdown, I'm not too sure if it's changed. Uh, but honestly, if, if you are slightly in this lifestyle, this is a good place to venture to. If you maybe have, you know, an interest in this lifestyle and you're not too sure what to expect, you know, everybody's respectful in this place and there's no... Um, restricting anybody of any reason whatsoever you know where you go and you just stand back in the back of the crowd if you want to you just see what's going on and it's a really good introduction i would say to this lifestyle so if you're not 
um, too fussed about attire or what, what sort of happens in this club, then it's definitely worth checking out. And I would recommend going with somebody as well, just because then you know you've got somebody to talk to and stuff like this and you feel a bit more comfortable. But anyway, so Miss Socks, what's your favourite part of Torture Gardens? Can I ask? I don't think I had a favorite part of Torture Garden. I also wasn't a participant. I was uh, working, so <laughs> um, I didn't get to have the full experience of being an attendee at Torture Garden since I was on the job, you know, helping out, volunteering. Um, but even then, it was still just such a blast. I, I really, really enjoyed it, and I can't wait to experience it as a participant. And maybe then I'll have a favorite part of Torture Garden. Yeah, I absolutely love Torture Garden for um, the display aspects and some of the people's outfits were really outrageous and out there. I absolutely loved it. So now our last question for you is what's your favorite BDSM toy? Mm. Favorite toys, Jesus. Gosh, I don't know. It depends on my mood. <laughs> Um, I'm a switch, so I top and bottom. Um, I would say as a top, my favorite toys are floggers. I find them to be very diverse. I can be gentle and pleasant with them, a little romantic, a little sexual, or I could be brutal with them and absolutely beat the crap out of somebody with them. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a variety of floggers from light and sensual to really heavy and intense. So I find them very versatile and I love them as a top. As a bottom, I would have to say, I don't know if I have a favorite one. I also love floggers as a bottom. It's a very nice sensual massage, intense, study. I also really enjoy dragon tails. Dragon tails are one of the toys that I would definitely use for those cathartic, emotional, intense, heavy scenes that I love to do with uh, Sir Legier. Um, and of course, you know, scalpels and needles are also another favorite for that cathartic, intense, emotional release kind of a playing scene so yeah I guess it's a handful of favorites instead of just one specific favorite yeah I totally agree with you on the flogger um side of things um I absolutely love floggers personally as well but I also love the paddles for a bit more of an intense impact uh, but I know I get a lot of newbies in this lifestyle always ask me like, well, what toy should I start out with? <laughs> and I'm always like, well, use a flogger, you know, you can't go wrong. Um, just like you said, Miss Socks, you know, you can go really sensual and stuff like this, or you can go really hard ass. Um, so yeah, it's a really good toy to start off with. But anyway, um, if you have any questions um, regarding this podcast, anybody, then please um, send me a message on my social media so I can add them into the next segment, which will not be till a few weeks, but um, get the questions sent in. But Mr. Socks, thank you so, so much for this interview. I thoroughly enjoyed listening to your answers and I was happy to have you. 
Thank you so much for having me, and this was a lot of fun, and maybe we can do it again sometime. Definitely. I would definitely love to do another interview with you specifically on the education of um, the alternative lifestyle and, you know, past ideas and stuff like that back and forward, you know. Uh, but yeah, it was a pleasure. And um, to everybody else out there, if you want to follow me on social media and follow Mrs. Socks on social media, um, I will obviously post this to social media with images and everything. And then I will tag her in all the images. But other than that, uh, thank you, Miss Socks, for doing this podcast with me, the interview. And thank you to everybody that's listened. And thank you to Sam Hell for directing I Cut Your Flesh. And just as a little side note, I'm actually wearing Sam Hell's t-shirt right now as I was doing this interview. And it's so warm. Like, just the material is so thick as well. So I'm really, really happy with the quality of the t-shirt. And only took three weeks and about four days to arrive from the US to the UK. So if you want to buy a Sam Hell t-shirt, then go to a brokehouse.com, go to the merch section and buy a t-shirt. Now, I am going to be doing a giveaway. So the giveaway will consist of, are you listening? Are you listening? The giveaway will consist of, drum roll, Two things, so you can win a Sam Hell uh, DVD of your choice and also a t-shirt of your choice. So if you would like to win two of those goodies and I will be setting up the comp uh, competition um, winner, um, you know, guide thing, what you do, you know, competition on social media. I'll be doing that on social media tomorrow. Uh, but other than that, I will put all the details in the description of my social media. But other than that, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you, Miss Socks, once again. Um, and I will catch you all next time. See ya. Ah, Torture Garden. So I do have to preface this with saying I do not work for Torture Garden, so I do not speak for Torture Garden. And I volunteer for Sanctuary, but I do not speak for Sanctuary. So... Uh, in 2019, Torture Garden and Sanctuary Studios LAX teamed up to do Torture Garden Los Angeles, and it was epic. Absolutely epic. I haven't been to a BDSM party crossover type event in quite some time, and it was a lot of fun. They did a fantastic job with the performances upstairs in the main room where everybody was dancing and listening to music. And we did an incredible job as well with the performances and the play aspect downstairs. It was absolutely just a blast. And I would love to do it again. I would love to go to London and go to the original Torture Garden. I, I've always wanted to go ever since I found out what it what it was and I really hope that we have another one here in Los Angeles sometime well I'm hoping that you do as well um but the last time that I uh for those I don't know what Torture Garden is first of all um Torture Gardens is a place where people in the fetish lifestyle attend uh, it's in central London and it is a members only club 
uh, and it's in a secret location and you have to go in a certain attire you can't just turn up in jeans and a shirt you've got to be in fetish wear unfortunately um so please keep that in mind if you ever decide to go after listening to this podcast uh but Torchicons is absolutely fantastic i absolutely love it um that's where i got my belly button pierced now it was a members only club the last time i went now i don't know if it's changed because obviously since lockdown i'm not too sure if it's changed uh, but honestly, if, if you are slightly in this lifestyle, this is a good place to venture to. If you maybe have, you know, an interest in this lifestyle and you're not too sure what to expect, you know, everybody's respectful in this place and there's no um, restricting anybody of any reason whatsoever you know where you go and you just stand back in the back of the crowd if you want to you just see what's going on and it's a really good introduction i would say to this lifestyle so if you're not um too fussed about attire or what what sort of happens in this club then it's definitely worth checking out and i would recommend going with somebody as well just because then you know you've got somebody to talk to and stuff like this and you feel a bit more comfortable but anyway so Miss Socks, what's your favourite part of Torture Gardens, can I ask? I don't think I had a favourite part of Torture Garden. I also wasn't a participant. I was uh, working, so <laughs> um, I didn't get to have the full experience of being an attendee at Torture Garden since I was on the job, you know, helping out, volunteering. Um, but even then, it was still just such a blast i i really really enjoyed it and i can't wait to experience it as a participant and maybe then i'll have a favorite part of torture garden yeah i absolutely love torture garden for um the display aspects and some of the people's outfits were really outrageous and out there i absolutely loved it so now our last question for you is what's your favorite bdsm toy mm favorite toys jesus gosh i don't know it depends on my mood <laughs> um i'm a switch so i top and bottom um i would say as a top my favorite toys are floggers i find them to be very diverse i can be gentle and pleasant with them a little romantic a little sexual or I could be brutal with them and absolutely beat the crap out of somebody with them. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a variety of floggers from light and sensual to really heavy and intense. So I find them very versatile and I love them as a top. As a bottom, I would have to say, I don't know if I have a favorite one. I also love floggers as a bottom. It's a very nice, sensual massage, intense, study. I also really enjoy dragon tails. Dragon tails are one of the toys that I would definitely use for those cathartic, emotional, intense, heavy scenes that I love to do with uh, Sir Legier. Um, and of course, you know, scalpels and needles are also another favorite for that cathartic, intense, emotional release kind of a playing scene. So, yeah, 
I guess it's a handful of favorites instead of just one specific favorite. Yeah, I totally agree with you on the flogger um, side of things. Um, I absolutely love floggers personally as well, but I also love the paddles for a bit more of an intense impact. Uh, but I know I get a lot of newbies in this lifestyle always asking me like, well, what toy should I start out with? <laughs> and I'm always like, well, use a flogger, you know, you can't go wrong. Um, just like you said, Miss Socks, you know, you can go really sensual and stuff like this, or you can go really hard ass. Um, so yeah, it's a really good toy to start off with. But anyway, um, if you have any questions um, regarding this podcast, anybody, then please um, send me a message on my social media so I can add them into the next segment, which will not be till a few weeks, but um, get the questions sent in. But Mr. Socks, thank you so, so much for this interview. I thoroughly enjoyed listening to your answers and I was happy to have you. Thank you so much for having me and this was a lot of fun and maybe we can do it again sometime definitely i would definitely love to do another interview with you specifically on the education of um, the alternative lifestyle and you know pass ideas and stuff like that back and forward you know uh but yeah it was a pleasure and um to everybody else out there if you want to follow me on social media and follow mrs socks on social media um i will obviously post this to social media with images and everything and then i will tag her in all the images but other than that uh thank you miss socks for doing this podcast with me the interview and thank you to everybody that's listened and thank you to sam hell for directing i cut your flesh and just as a little side note i'm actually wearing sam hell's t-shirt right now as i was doing this interview and it's so warm like just the material is so thick as well so i'm really really happy with the quality of the t-shirt and only took three weeks and about four days to arrive from the us to the uk so if you want to buy a sam hell t-shirt then go to a brokehouse.com go to the merch section and buy a t-shirt now I am going to be doing a giveaway, so the giveaway will consist of, are you listening? Are you listening? The giveaway will consist of, drum roll, two things, so you can win a Sam Hell uh, DVD of your choice and also a t-shirt of your choice. So if you would like to win two of those goodies, and I will be setting up the comp uh, competition um, winner, um, you know, guide thing, what you do, you know, competition on social media. I'll be doing that on social media tomorrow. Uh, but other than that, I will put all the details in the description of my social media. But other than that, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you, Miss Socks, once again. Um, and I will catch you all next time. See ya.